Hey all, it's Evan Hill here of Real Hawk Talk. Super excited to talk to you about our good friends over at Burgermaster. If you know anything about me, I crave burgers in my sleep. I do not mess around. Started in 1952, Burgermaster is the best burger chain in Washington State. They have locations all over the Puget Sound in Aurora, Bellevue, Everett, Mill Creek University, and Mount Vernon. Their fresh ingredients and classic driving experience make them the greatest burger chain in the state of Washington. Stop by Burgermaster on your way home from a Seahawks game. You won't regret it. Hey everybody, it's Brian. If you haven't noticed, it is absolutely nuts out there in the housing market. If you don't know exactly what you're doing and you don't have someone that you trust by your side to guide you through the process, good luck getting the home you want or getting the best price for the home you're selling. John Hurlbut at Altitude Homes is a guy I've known for years, over a decade, a friend and someone I trust implicitly. If you are in Pierce, South King, or Thurston counties, there is nobody better to help guide you through the real estate process right now. Go on over to altitudehomesteam.com slash hawkablogger. Now, again, that's altitudehomesteam.com slash hawkblogger. Sign up to contact John. He will help you with the process, and all referrals will result in a $1,000 donation from John and the Altitude Homes team to Ben's Fund. Everybody wins. Go in there, get your help, get your dream home, get the most money for your home. AltitudeHomesTeam.com slash HawkBlogger. Hey all, Evan Hill here of Real Hawk Talk. Super excited to talk to you guys about our good friend Blake Johnson of ManifestFit.com. Football season is quickly approaching, and it is a struggle to stay in shape while eating burgers and nachos. ManifestFit.com is your one only true online personal training service with workout and nutrition programs specifically based on your needs. They work with clients all over the U.S., and what makes Blake and ManifestFit.com so unique is that they don't believe training should be a luxury item. Now's the time to start. Head over to ManifestFit.com. Click on how to join and fill out the form. Their team will get back to you ASAP and help you start building a healthier, happier, louder Seahawks fans. The skyline is etched in my veins. You can never put that out no matter how hard it rains in my city. Well, hello, everybody. And 17th episode of Real Hawk Talk. Uh, I'm Nathan Ernst. I will be hosting today. Um, we will see who all joins here. I know we already have a few folks that can't make it. So you may be getting a solo Nathan show, which, uh, yeah, your mileage can vary on that. Um, so Seahawks lose to the Atlanta Falcons 27 uh, 23, I'm pretty sure. Um, I think for a lot of people, um, this was probably exactly what they want from the Seahawks. Um, it was a pretty fun game. Um, there were points. There were some DK plays. Um, it was fun to watch the Atlanta offense, too, because uh, that, that Seahawks defense is looking real rough, which I think is actually, um, you know, even if your team tank, I think that's not really a great sign actually um but you know hey fun it was a entertaining couple hours of football and the Seahawks lose so they get a you know a better draft pick and and all that kind of good stuff so um from that from that perspective I doubt too many folks are um you know too upset about the game um 
you know, for me, I, you know, I've been talking about this team as, you know, a possible playoff team, uh, not feeling super great about that anymore. Obviously, uh, I did, you know, my original predictions were somewhere in the, you know, seven, I think I had them winning like seven games and I feel okay about that still. Um, there's, there's a lot of discussions that are happening. Um, and some of them Gino focused, um, I think Gino looks pretty good. Uh, I think if this defense was playing the way folks could have reasonably expected them to play, I, I don't know what most people's expectations were for this defense. Um, I don't think people thought they were this bad. Um, though certainly, you know, last year was was an interesting one where, you know, a lot of the advanced metrics and things really hated the Seahawks and thought they were one of the worst defenses. And even just a, you know, a conventional total yardage uh, stat really hated the Seahawks. But they were like 11th in points allowed per drive. They, they weren't giving up points. Um, and, you know, smart analytics people that uh, <laughs> I, I don't know why I wasn't uh, listening to them when I when I got on the playoff bandwagon, uh, you know, will we'll tell you that red zone defense is not sustainable. Um, and yeah, uh, it has not been sustained this year so far. Um, so so yeah, so I still think this team can is going to be, I think, better than what probably people thought, you know, I think a lot of the people saying, hey, five wins at best for this team. Um I think there's just a little bit too much firepower on the offense, um, which I know is kind of weird. I mean, they just scored only 23. It's not like a ton or anything, but you still have Gino playing pretty well. You have DK, you have a running game, which was a little better today. I thought, um, you know, tackles that will continue to grow and things. So I, I still don't think that they're just an absolute train wreck of a team. Um, they're a train wreck of a defense. That is for sure. Uh but I think this offense is just a little bit too good for them to really completely bottom out. We'll see. Uh, betting on Gino, I, I don't know how how well that's going to go for me this year. So <laughs> I could definitely have a whole lot of egg on my face. Uh, for the one time I decide to go out of my way and be positive and buy into something. Um, uh, yeah, so uh, again, uh, might just be me today. So I'm going to be checking out the chat here a little bit um, and, and see what folks are thinking um, I will say, uh, you know, one small bright spot on the defense, I think, um, Tariq Woolen got an interception. Uh, I don't, it, you know, uh, we'll, we'll have to go back and watch the all 22 and all that. Um, I don't think any of their problems on defense were Tariq Woolen centric, um, I could be wrong on that, especially, you know, going back and looking at some of the bro the busted coverage. Um, so yeah. Uh, <laughs> if you're looking for what this defense has to build on in the future, I think, uh, it's still Tariq Woolen. That's cool. Um, I don't know if there's a lot else. Um, you know, Jordan Brooks is been okay. Uh, I don't know that he looks like some kind of foundational piece so far this year, but, um, you know, the talent around him is rough. Uh, and so, um, you know, especially linebacker is a position where you can make, be made to look bad either because of the guys up in front of you or the guys around you, you know, all that kind of stuff. So, um, yeah, I mean, I think with, with this loss, I think, it, you know, uh, it's really hard to think that this team has any kind of 
um, chances for playoffs this year. Um, just This is just one that had to have happened. So it is 100% about looking forward now. Uh, I'm pretty sure I'm going to be full in rooting for them um, to lose from here on out. I might hold on to my priors for uh, another week, but um you know brian's been saying for a while hey don't don't count that lions win or that lions game as a win uh and i still think the lions are a touch overrated um uh but they are feisty for sure um so yeah i think that's you know we could be uh i could be here alone again next week uh talking about a lion's loss um so uh yeah, I, I don't know. There's people in the chat saying we're not going to win any more games. I don't think that's true at all. Um, I think this this very easily could have been a win. You know, you have a, a kind of a ticky-tack holding call um, right at the end there um, that really swung. I mean, it didn't swing the game, but it, it killed the drive. It killed a potential game-winning drive. So I don't think – now the flip side of that is Seattle got very lucky um, that Mariota and – uh, Patterson or whoever the running back was on that, we, you know, just botched their, their mesh handoff and, and, you know, Nuosu was right there to fall on it. Um, Nuosu, who, despite falling on that fumble, I don't think he's going to be uh, an NFC defensive player of the week this week. I thought he had a kind of a rough game. Um, but I think you can say that just about everyone on that defense with the way that they played. Um, and I think, uh, you know, the coaches here deserve, uh, a fair bit of blame as well you know they're getting beat uh, you know uh, in the run game uh, a lot and they're getting rolled up but I don't think they're being put into an advantageous position um, I think that they're being asked to do some hard stuff with uh, what Atlanta was running today um, so uh, yeah I, I, I don't know um, I, I totally get the the tanking thing I mean that's where I'll be for the rest of the year I think from here on out you know every loss is a good loss or is a you know good um but i i just don't think this defense being this terrible actually is good for where seattle wants to be you know a lot of people were saying hey this is great you know spend this year don't draft a quarterback it's a bad quarterback class um and then you know just build the team have it ready to go right like 2011 and then you and we'll repeat 2012 next year and just drop a QB and into it next year. And, you know, they got some extra first round picks assuming they don't have to trade any to, to move up. Um, and then away you go. But right now it doesn't look like they have a team um, at least on defense. Uh, right. Like that looks like a, you know, rebuild it like from the ground up, like you have Tariq Woolen and, you know, Jordan Brooks and, I'm not sure many other players on this team look like, you know, real starters right now. Um, Diggs will probably be okay, but he is getting older. Adams, you know, hopefully he recovers fully from his injury, but who knows? And also just has not been reliable. Um, Al Woods is good, but is old. Um, and that's kind of the list. That's kind of it. <laughs> you know, there's, there's lots of opportunities for some of these guys to grow, right? I mean, Daryl Taylor, um, he did have a strip sack, um, but was kind of largely unblocked on that play um, and had about an hour to get that strip sack. So I didn't think that was the most impressive play. Um, but hell, I mean, I'll take it, right? You know, you get whatever you can get. Um, 
uh, Mafe can still grow. You know, Kobe Bryant had a hell of a hit on Mariota. That was, I, I thought for sure that was a Nuosu or some linebacker. I was shocked when it turned out to be Bryant because he just blew Mariota up. So um, that was cool. But uh, yeah, I don't know. The defense not having a lot to build off of, at least through three games, I think it's pretty concerning about, you know, the trajectory of this rebuild. Um, so, so. <laughs> uh all right so dana it, for folks who are uh curious dana is in a car uh Sim, jeff is uh celebrating uh, a holiday i believe it is jewish new year but i could be very wrong about that um uh and i don't know if uh, oh evan i believe is sick and also i don't know how much <laughs> anyone cares about this team right now it's a little hard i mean um part of the reason i guess for <clears throat> me to go all in on playoffs like i knew it was a little bit of a long shot but um <laughs> maybe just hyping myself up into having something to care about with this team um <clears throat> because yeah i mean it's gonna be a little bit of a long season hopefully these games continue to be entertaining like it was today um but uh yeah i don't know kind of a kind of a weird it's it's just a rebuild season so it's one of those things um <clears throat> so uh so i'm losing my voice apparently uh one second hit the cough button there um so there is more draft pick rooting to happen today of course uh the the broncos they play tonight right i believe um yep uh, they will be on in just a little while. So, of course, uh, the thing to do there is to root against Denver. Um, Brian had asked this, you know, uh, on the pot in the middle of the week, uh, you know, who who would I be rooting for? Or who would we all be rooting for? Um, and I said I would be rooting for the Broncos just because I, I still like Russ and I'd be rooting for Russ. Um, and, you know, uh, were the Seahawks to make the playoffs, you know, they, they do need, uh, again, Obviously, they would need a lot of help. Um, so I, I would be rooting against the Niners. I don't think that's true anymore. And I think I will be rooting for the Niners, which will be a very bizarre experience. But um, yeah, uh, I think that's the only thing that matters. Um, someone says, so Hawk Talk is nothing more than a fair weather Seahawk fan show. Man, I don't know what to tell you. Like, <laughs> they just traded their franchise quarterback for picks. They are uh, looking really rough. Um, and I, I think, you know, uh, the intention here is very likely for them to, uh, you know, uh, Schneider and Pete may want to use the term reload over rebuild, but you know, whatever. I mean, um, this team needs to get a whole lot better. Like, uh, it, it's not fair weather to say, um, you know, <laughs> this is, uh, this is not a very good team. Um, uh, yeah, the Geno hate is very confusing. There's a lot of Geno hate. Um, people saying he was missing wide open plays. Uh, I, I didn't see that. Um, maybe the All-22 will bear that out and people have better eyes than I do. But, um, you know, broadcast film, uh, you only get to see so much. So uh, I thought Geno played well. Um, he made some downfield throws. Um, you know, I think, uh, oh, I forget who said it now. I retweeted him, but, um, somebody made the point that on the, the one Gino play that should have been a pick, uh, where he tried to, he was under pressure, got hit, was trying to throw it to DK and, 
um, he put it on a line, right? And one of the things Russ was obviously kind of famous for was his moon ball, right? And the arc. <clears throat> and you can see that Gino doesn't have that, right? There was also the play early where uh, uh, it was very, it, my, my Madden brain was going nuts because uh, they had single high and they had DK all by himself out, out on the left with a corner and press. And I was immediately like, <laughs> hot route, go route, go, go, go. And you can see Gino called it. He killed the play. Um, and that's what he did. And he threw it about two yards short or a full yard short, uh, did not lead DK at all. So I think, um, you know, Gino definitely has some issues, um, maybe leading with that, that, you know, uh, lob pass or touch pass or whatever, um, uh, on those kind of plays. But I, I thought, you know, the play to Disley over the middle, um, Disley was open, but like, you know, he had to get over a linebacker between two safeties, um he he hit a he hit a the play to parkinson early um there was a lot of good stuff that throw to dk was awesome the touchdown um i mean one of the things that i think gino does better than russ probably is just to give his receiver the chance and maybe that's because gino's working with a little less right but I mean, I don't know, putting that ball up there for DK and just being like, hey, bud, you're huge. Go get it. <laughs> and yeah, he's huge and he's DK. He went and got it. Uh, so I think I think Gino's making plays. Um, I don't think he's a problem. I think he's probably top 20-ish or around the 20th best uh, quarterback in the league. Like, you know, I mean, people are kind of talking up the Lions with Jared Goff and I, I don't think there's some big gulf between Goff and and Geno Smith which which is not exactly putting a ton of praise on Geno but like I just think we need to stop pretending like Geno just doesn't belong in this league or something or you know uh, all that stuff to me is pretty crazy I think I think the Chargers well I mean I guess Herbert played but um you know if he had had to miss time I think the Chargers would have much rather still had Geno around than um uh career clipboard holder whose name is escaping me right now so um so yeah um you know i mean the season is what it is i think this is what again i think this is what a lot of people probably wanted from this game it's what i'm going to be rooting for a lot going forward um so uh, you know, just fun games, um, points, points are always fun. Um, so yeah, uh, it's, it's, it's just a weird thing after so many years of, you know, wanting this team to win games and then to walk away from a loss and just being like, yeah, whatever, it's fine. Um, yeah. Uh, so somebody in the chat asks if the Hawks won't win again, is Pete Carroll still our coach? If they go one and 16, there will probably be some fair questions about Pete, but I don't think Pete's going anywhere. Um, though I suppose, I mean, I suppose if you're going to look at this and you're going to, if this team isn't anything right now and, and they have guys they believe in, I mean, they paid Adam, so he's hurt. That's unfortunate. Um, but they have Brooks and, you know, uh say what you want about who barton is as a player like he was a third round pick he wasn't like a nobody pick um they paid puna a little bit of money um you know they went out and they brought back Diggs and they brought back jones and jones is the new, he's a healthy scratch um so you know if this is a team that just looks completely 
devoid of talent, especially on the defense where they've invested a little bit, right? Um, you know, if it's just like, yeah, they got DK and, you know, they got Charles Cross and, and Abe Lucas. So they're kind of the three big things and Woolen. So, I mean, maybe those three, maybe, maybe that alone will be enough to save Pete no matter how bad they are. But if you do own this team and you're, you're looking at, you know, if, if they completely crater and they win like one or two games the whole year, I think you do have to stop and think, okay, is this really the group that we want to go into next year with, with all this draft capital and hand it all over? Um, I think the answer will be yes. Uh, I, I don't think, I don't think there's really any real chance of um, Pete getting fired unless the losses look a lot more like the Niners game than the Falcons game. If it's a lot of the Falcons games and they're losing a lot of games, Pete's going to be fine, even if they don't win another game. Um, so, yeah. Um, somebody wants to know, are they failing to adjust or why the scoring issues in the second half? Um, I mean, you know, I think there was some unfortunate stuff in the second half. I mean, there was at least, you know, we they talked about the the holding penalty that killed the the drive at the end. Um, I'm trying to think of what of some of the other drives at the end of that game. Um, I'll pull up the box score here. We'll keep this going for a little bit longer. Um, let's see. I, I you know I don't get the feeling that they're failing to adjust. Um, can definitely be wrong about that. So, I mean, they came out of the second half and had a 13 play 68 yard drive, which, I mean, that is, that is tough. <laughs> and it ended in a field goal. Uh, uh, yeah. ended in a field goal. Oh, hello. Auto play video. Love that. Um, but I mean, they, they moved the ball there and, you know, that was despite, you know, some false starts and some different things in there. Um, so I, I don't know. And then they had a nine play 20 yard punt. What in the world? Nine plays, 20 yards. Um, I think this was another holding penalty. So Lewis had a holding penalty on the second to last drive uh and the last drive and both of those kind of killed the drives i mean they went from having first and 10 at the 50 to having first and 20 at the 40 uh their own 40 um and that was kind of it uh and now maybe you say i mean that's i think brian was saying you know gino is this, this offense and gino is not going to deal with adversity adversity well right they're not going to get you out of first and 20s i think that's a little bit of an unfair bar i mean even Tom Brady and, you know, great quarterbacks are, I mean, it'd be interesting to see the numbers, but I'm going to guess they go, they punt more often than not uh, when faced with the first and 20. Um, but I mean, you know, it's certainly, uh, it's, it's harder when you do have a quarterback who's not you know, great um, or even, you know, particularly good. I, I think Gino's okay. Um, I think he might be pretty good. I don't think Gino's, you know, very good by any stretch. Uh so yeah, I, I don't know. I don't think adjustments were were the problem. And when did the uh, the Walker end around? That was kind of a cool play. Um, they got a, they got him wide open out there uh, by the sideline. Um, I want to say that was in the uh, that the first play of the second half or a uh, first drive of the second half. Maybe it was somewhere else. 
But I want to say that was second half, right? So that was kind of a cool thing. Um, but yeah, I don't, I don't feel like offensive adjustments are the, the, the problem here. Um, somebody's saying it's really bad when you lose to the Falcons. I agree. I mean, I thought that they were going to win and, and win by quite a bit. Um, you know, again, Brian, who is uh, apparently the one that <laughs> needs to be referred to as the realist now because he's uh, had a better beat on this than I have. Um, you know, I mean, they played the Saints tough. They played the Rams tough. Um, they lost by just a little bit in both of those cases. So um, I, I don't know that the Falcons are, you know, a, a terrible, terrible team either, um, but they're not good. And Seattle just lost. And uh, yeah, it's a bummer uh, or not really. Again, it's weird. It's weird to not have to be sad or to not feel sad about um, a loss. Uh, D. Eskridge thoughts. Um, it's bad times for this is another we don't have to talk about all my l's here guys uh why don't you ask let's talk more about Tariq Woolen or somebody um uh it's bad enough that he couldn't beat out uh Marquise Goodwin um but then to also be behind Penny Hart um because when Lockett went out for a little bit Hart came in uh instead of Eskridge um Eskridge did get some snaps I'm gonna guess he ended up with more snaps than he did last week so if you want to find a positive there or here then that's probably the one but yeah they are not in any hurry to get him on the field um and you know I think if Kenneth Walker is going to be taking those end around type plays and doing those kinds of things that were that should be things that D Eskridge can do to get on the field, even if he's maybe not, you know, killing it right away as a receiver. Um, that's bad. That's just more time he's off the field, right? And um, I think Walker's a more dynamic player. So I understand why they want Walker uh in those situations over Eskridge. Uh so I don't know. I mean, I, the talent didn't go away, right? I mean, he still is fast, he still looked good with the ball in his hands, but um he i don't think he's shown anything as a receiver maybe i'm maybe there's some catch out there or something but since joining the team um since they drafted him so you know you're talking about a gadget player who is you know not the first string gadget player um that's bad um and he's old uh i know that people are sometimes weird about talking about the age of a draft pick but like you know uh he, he's played for a long time um and he can't you know he hasn't apparently uh now he played you know some low competition in college and stuff but i mean the fact that it took him a long time to dominate in the lower competition in college is also a concern so yeah i think uh everything there is just bad times for d um hopefully he figures it out i think he'd be cool i mean again i think he is still talented physically but uh the stock there is awfully low uh yeah rebuild the whole damn defensive line i mean maybe um i don't think puna's not a guy like that i have to have on the team next year right um monet is not a guy that has to be on the team next year woods is ageless apparently um so he can come back um but you know daryl taylor the flashes have been amazing but you know, um, he just needs to start showing up and being impactful regularly. Like it, 
sacks and all that stuff, they always come in spurts because just pressures are more indicative of, um, you know, actual ability than converting on sacks. And so you, you, you will see players that get spurty with sacks. And so um, that's not so much that I worry about. He's just kind of non-existent. Um, but I will say, I think these coaches, uh, again, I, I don't know that they're putting these guys in a great position to succeed. Um, but when you see this defense just getting completely rolled up and, you know, Patterson, like, <laughs> they're just swinging the door on the defensive line. And that includes guys like Taylor and Nwosu and um, makes it really hard for guys like Barton and um, Brooks to do their job. And you, know, you just end up with running backs with a lot of green. And now you got, you know, you're trying to tackle Corderell Patterson with a head of steam and good luck. Um, it's tough. Um, DK had a good game. I agree. Yeah. I mean, DK is still awesome. Um, the one ball that, uh, oh, and then the immediate next comment in the chat is DK and Tyler are really overrated. Uh, I don't know. I don't think so. I mean, DK maybe is a little overrated. Um, he had an amazing year and the production hasn't quite matched that, but um, you know, he is playing with a quarterback right now that doesn't play to his strengths the way that rusted and he's still productive. Um, He's, I think he's done better with contested catches. Um, You know, he had the drop, but that one looked like it got tipped. I don't know how much credit to really give him for that tip because it still hit him in the hands so like it's not like he just misjudged it because it was tipped um but you know um i like dk so i'll give him the i'll give him a break on that but uh yeah no i think um i don't think dk and tyler are overrated i think um i think they're playing well right now um Yeah, Tyler is seriously underrated. I mean, if you look at some of Tyler's efficiency numbers, like, he's insane. Um, like, you know, if if you look at his efficiency numbers, you are going to be saying that he is extremely un- underrated. Um, I know John Fraley uh, of the, the of field goals and formerly of the Beast Pode. I think Beast Pode's still around. I don't know. Um, but he uh, said that Tyler is the best receiver. I believe he said that Tyler is the best receiver during the Pete Carroll era, which means better than Doug. And I disagree with that. Uh, but I, you can make the argument based on some of these numbers that Tyler has. So uh, it's possible that he has been, you know, very underrated by the type of offense um, uh, they've been running. Not just in, you know, the, oh, Pete likes throwing the ball away, but in the same way that G, uh, DK is playing with a quarterback right now that doesn't, you know, absolutely maximize his strengths. I don't think Russ ever... Russ maximized certain parts of Lockett's game, but I think that there was a lot more that Lockett could have been doing over the years that um, a different quarterback may have unlocked a little bit more. So um, not to get into the whole Russ thing again. Um, Yeah. um, Somebody said, talk about Tariq Woolen. He's still awesome. Got a pick. Looked like he was going to house it for like a good second there. I was like, Ooh, cause I, you know, I thought the Falcons did the right thing, like five seconds, whatever. We'll, we'll just try it. Right. And then it gets picked. And when it got picked, I was like, eh, okay, whatever. Uh, and then it was like, Oh, he's, he's fast. And there's some space. Uh, and so that, that was almost kind of awesome, but uh, 
alas, it was not to be. Um, all right. I don't know if you got a question, throw it in the chat. Otherwise, I'm probably going to shut this down. Um, I can double check too. Are there any press conference stuff happening here? Um, I don't know. Uh, some of Pete's comments could get interesting here. We'll see how he handles the losing. He did not like it last year, but obviously, uh, obviously the expectations are a lot different. There is an amazing, all right, everybody stop what you're doing right now and go look at Christian D'Andrea's. Uh, I don't know how to say his last time. I just retweeted it. Um, uh, tweet of the Miami punter punting a ball directly into the butt of his uh, protector or whatever they're called. That's amazing. Um, yeah, you know, Quentin Jefferson saying um, the just the incredibly obvious things we've got to get a stop we can't give up explosives explosives kill you we've got to get off the field that is that is the goal of a defense um nuosu taking blame for being out of position on patterson's uh 40 yard run yep he had a little bit of a rough one um looks like uh oh uh uh, Aaron Levine says Quandry Diggs has strong words about this defense, which uh, he had strong words last week as well. Um, I think the quote was basically just, uh, we aren't very good right now, <laughs> which, uh, yeah, yeah, looks like. Um, someone wants to know if I am John Schneider and I have the top pick, am I going with Will Anderson, Bryce Young, or someone else? Um <laughs> already being called the butt fun. I love it. That's amazing. Uh, I I don't know if I love any of these quarterbacks. Um, I might feel stupid for saying that about Bryce Young. It'll be interesting to see what Pete and John think of another smaller quarterback. I don't buy into a lot of those concerns with Russ um, that it's somehow vision. Like you can't see cause he's too short. You know, there are lots of examples of him doing these things um, uh, and lots of examples of him clearly staring at what he should do and then not doing it. Um, which I guess maybe that's vision, but like, I think that's just him not wanting to, make those plays for some reason. I, I don't you know I don't buy into the vision but it'll be interesting to see how Pete and John think about that um I haven't deep dive on like Anderson or um I watched a bit of the I keep forgetting his name who's the Georgia defender um he Johnson or something like that um He is really interesting. Let me go find his name. Is it Jalen Carter? Is that who I'm thinking of? Um, he popped a lot watching Jordan Davis and all the <laughs> the six other first round picks that Georgia had from their defense last year. I think it's uh, Jalen Carter, right? Um, so yeah, he's another one that could be in the mix there. So I think uh, the the shorter answer on on that is that um 
I'm not necessarily it, it, the, I guess the thing that really d- depends is where does the second pick happen, right? Um, if they end up with two top 10 picks, I don't think you have to take a quarterback number one, unless you're just really sold on someone and, and Bryce Young might be that dude. Um, so if that's like, I, I definitely wouldn't uh, be sad about that, but um, I don't, I don't think it's crazy to think that they could pull one of these defensive linemen um, with, you know, their first pick, if they know, you know, they've got a few quarterbacks on the board and they got another pick in like six, seven, eight picks or something like that. Right. Um, I think that that's certainly possible. Um, yeah. So Will Anderson, I think it probably is Will Anderson if they end up with number one. Um, do I feel that Noah Fant is terrible with his yards after the catch? I don't. So, um, uh, I don't think so. Um, but I'm kind of basing that off of one play from the Niners game last week when he, um, got the ball in the backfield and made a dude miss. And one of those where, you know, should have been uh, the, the classic running back thing where it's like, Oh, it should have been a three-year loss. And instead it was a gain of one. So box score scouting there looks a little rough, but I thought it was a nice play by him. Um, I don't, but I'm not thinking, I, I don't have a, t- I mean, I'm still very mad at him for not getting his foot down in that preseason game. I think he's done a lot to redeem himself since then. Um, he's not amazing by any stretch, but I don't feel like there's been a lot of missed opportunities for him to get the ball and get upfield or something like that. Uh, what teams are you worried about being in front of us in the draft and taking the quarterback we want as a number one? I mean, any of them really like it's, it's, uh, it's pretty interesting. Um, for as much talk as there is about this quarterback class and how great it is, uh, there are a lot of teams that also would probably like a quarterback. Um, so let's run through the list really quick. So um, Washington will probably want a quarterback. The Giants will probably want a quarterback. Um, and then they're 2-0, and so maybe they'll talk themselves into Daniel Jones. But his he's on the last year of his deal anyways, right? So are they going to pay him? I don't know. Um, Minnesota, um, I think it's very possible that they want a quarterback. They may try to go – they may try to recreate the Stafford thing. Um, but, uh, yeah. Detroit probably is going to want a quarterback. Chicago looks like they're going to want a quarterback. Um, Tampa will very possibly want a quarterback. That situation is weird, but they're not really in a, at least for any of the top tier guys, they're not going to compete there. Now, if they try to fully recreate uh, 2012 and find a quarterback in like the third round, then Tampa comes into play. Um, New Orleans probably would be cool to upgrade over Winston um again I don't know that they're going to be in play for a top tier quarterback but um you know if they do bottom out or something they they could uh Carolina Panthers probably want a quarterback Falcons Ritter looked good in the preseason don't think Mariota or Ritter are going to stop them from drafting a uh quarterback you know top five if that's where they end up um and then you have uh the Raiders probably want a quarterback uh Tennessee probably wants a quarterback Houston wants a quarterback Indianapolis absolutely wants a quarterback I think um although they they turned around and won that game today right uh not that it did my fantasy football team any favors I don't think but um I I don't know how long yeah they did win uh I don't know how long they're gonna want to run with uh Matt Ryan um uh and then uh the AFC North is pretty much clear i think um cleveland baltimore pittsburgh and cincinnati they are 
pretty much all set. Uh, I don't have a ton of faith in Pickett, but I don't think they're going to give up on him after a year. Um, and then you have, uh, I mean, New England or the Jets are probably notes. But anyways, uh, that was a lot of teams, I think. That's like, what, six, seven teams that like seriously probably want a quarterback? Um, and some of those teams are, you know, a little better. Tampa, New Orleans, some of those won't really be in the mix. But yeah, this is uh, one of the reasons that I thought that they should have gotten a quarterback last year, even though the class wasn't very well regarded. Um, because if you hit, obviously the value of hitting on a quarterback is enormous. Um, but also like, you know, I, I, we'll see, maybe I'm just completely wrong. And they really, Seattle really is just awful, awful, awful. And not like five or six or seven wins bad, but like two wins bad. And then in that case, it doesn't really matter. But you know, if, if they end up winning six or seven games, you know, that's a good chance that they're gonna have to trade to get up there and, Going from six to two or five to two or four to two, you know, that, that's a lot. And you have Will Anderson, you have some of these other guys in here that could help out. But anyways, I, I think that there's, you know, there's a handful of teams in there that are going to seriously be looking at these quarterbacks. Uh, it's expensive to trade up. And, um, you know, Seattle might not completely bottom out. I still think that that's very possible. So we'll see. Um. Missing wide open receivers on key downs and taking sacks is the norm in the second half for Gino. I don't know. I don't know. Were, were there wide open receivers that were missed? I, I don't think there were. I'm not sure where this is coming from. Um, yeah, Gino's deep throw lacking arc. That is for sure. And he does take some sacks. Um, but I felt like the penalties killed him more than sacks in this game. So I don't know. Um, holy shit, you guys. All right. Uh, <laughs> courtesy of field goals. Uh, I'm not fact checking this all. I'm going to just a hundred percent believe it. Uh, so the Seahawks had 420 yards of offense on 69 plays. It does not get any better than that. Uh, this game was a win in so many ways other than, you know, actually winning the game um all right i think that's probably enough i think that's probably enough right do we need to talk more about this i was kind of hanging out to see if uh if we had a pete any pete presser uh stuff i don't see anything just quickly scanning through my timeline here on old twitter Oh my God, there's so many fake Bob Condota tweet uh, accounts. <laughs> um, uh, oh, okay. So he talked a while ago, it looks like. Uh, Carol says Homer has bruised ribs, um, was the only injury. Lockett's issue was a stinger, but he, obviously he came back and, and played. Um, uh, okay, on the fourth down, they decided to not go for it on, which uh, turns out that was a mistake. Um, I mean, that was obvious at the time, but you can look back on it now, too. Uh, Carol says they intended to go for it on fourth down, but says there was a personnel issue due to the play before and after timeout decided to kick field goal. That doesn't really explain a lot. Um, I don't know how you decide that it was the right decision and it was the right decision to go for it. And then in the course of a timeout, change your mind um that's just kind of that's just kind of cowardly um and these are the things that like 
it doesn't matter obviously they lose oh no they're gonna be in better draft position so fine whatever um but assuming that Pete is going to continue to coach this team after next this year and that Pete is going to be some meaningful part of you know their next Super Bowl run uh he needs to do better on those kind of things but we've we can we can wait for a season when wins matter before we yell about that too much um okay do we trade for a left guard so we can move Damien back to right guard uh I think I think you had Haynes I mean you have Haynes maybe you draft a guard um I don't think this team is going to be making any moves though right now to like get better um now they probably should at some point it'll be interesting this is the other thing that's interesting about this team does a fire sale come do they trade Quandre Diggs? Do they trade Sidney Jones? They should trade Sidney Jones. They're just like, he's a healthy scratch. So that seems obvious. Um, do they trade Al Woods or Puna Ford? Or do they trade uh, Gabe Jackson? Um, you know, I don't think any of those guys have any real, like, value. Like, you're talking, you know, I think if you get a fifth-round pick for Gabe Jackson, you're doing backflips. Um, so, uh so, but uh, yeah, it'll, it'll be interesting to see um, whether they do at some point, you know, kind of see the writing on the wall, realize the season's toast and and start moving for, uh, moving guys for draft picks. Um, and yes, it was not just you. The announcers were awful, awful. Could not get names right. Uh, what was it? Boyo Mafa or something like it, that, that at one point. Uh, and then... Um, yeah, just they had lots of issues today. <laughs> they were not a good group. They they actively made the game less fun. All right. Would Blake Martinez make any differences in inside linebacker for this team? No, I don't think so. And also, I don't think this team cares. It's like, I don't, I don't think they're going to take it. Again, I, you know, we're I, at this point, we're waiting to see if they do a fire sale. I don't think they're going to be trying to really improve the chances of this team. Um and, you know, uh, the other interesting thing, I think maybe the last thing here is um, Sidney Jones was a healthy scratch. That was a surprise. He's not been totally healthy the whole time. It's a new system. So all that stuff still matters. Um, so maybe it's no big deal. Um, but uh, totally lost my train of thought. On this. Oh, I don't think it actually mattered in the game. Um, again, go back, watch it with a little bit of a closer eye. But I think I think. Uh, unfortunately, it was just a lot of starters that were uh, making mistakes. I don't think those, you know, those corners that were active over uh, Jones were making problems, but or were you know causing the problems. But we will see. Um, Daryl Taylor is complete non-factor. What do they not see in Mafe uh, or even Alton Robinson? Um, I don't know. I don't know what's going on with Alton Robinson. Um, I don't think he can. I don't think Alton Robinson fixes this team's problems though. It doesn't. He's not stopping them from just getting like rolled up you know and, and giving up huge runs so um alton robinson remains a mystery but i don't think he solves what's alien this team right now uh, and again do they even want to solve their problems at this point you know lose some games it's okay uh alton is alton on oh that's right he hurt his shoulder that's right so all right alton robinson not a mystery um not not right now I'm sure we'll get back to wondering where he is once he finally gets back. Um, a knee injury, not a shoulder. I thought it was a shoulder. Interesting. 
uh yeah that's right so not not a lot of mystery with Alden robinson i suppose um okay i'm gonna call it here uh seahawks lose but that's okay uh they play the lions next week should be fun again should be more points um Mon St. Brown is a ton of fun to watch. So that'll be good. Uh, I'm sure this defense will give him plenty of opportunity to shine. Should we trade Tyler Lockett? Yeah, I've been saying they should trade Tyler Lockett for a while. So it'll be interesting to see if that happens this year. Kind of don't think so because he's kind of a company man, but yeah. All right, all right. We are really ending for real. Seahawks lose. It's a bummer, but I have good news. You can like and subscribe to this on YouTube. You can join a Patreon uh, the Hawk Blogger Patreon, where all the money goes to a good cause, and you can continue uh, these conversations about what is Seattle's future going to look like um, in our our Slack channel. Um, lots of folks in there chatting. It's always a good time. Uh, you can submit questions to us uh, for our uh, weekly podcast, and we'll try to get to some of those. We usually get to most of them. The only ones we don't get to in those is the ones that we've already talked about by the time we get to Patreon questions. So you're almost guaranteed to get your question asked when you put it in there. All right, that's it. Uh, go enjoy your Sunday. Um, uh, I'm not going to say uh, what I was about to say, but uh, how about we say, um, uh, I don't know, lose Broncos. Let, let's, let's lose Broncos. All right.